Hey, welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I am Brandon. And I would be Craig. Yes, you would be. We are sitting here in our stream room on a beautiful sunny Monday morning. It is beautiful. It's a little chilly outside. Well, you know what? It, it, it's like a weird chilly, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. If you think about this, you mean there's like there's a winter cold and then there's like a spring cold. They're two different things. Exactly. Would you agree with that? It's I kind would of like agree. almost a warmth in the cold. Yes. Yeah. This, if that makes sense. The sun helps. I will say that. Since we're on the weather. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Since we're on the weather. Here we go. Did you see the forecast for early Wednesday morning? I did. Oh my goodness. I, I just thought if, if there's any way possible that the sky could part and Jesus could come before Wednesday morning, I would be so happy. Right? Right? Yeah, snow, chance of snow. Is it just flurries or? Uh, I saw uh, snow and then snow shower, heavy snow showers. So hopefully it'll melt quickly. It will. If not, I'm staying in for the day. You know what they say. What? If you don't like the weather, just wait 15 minutes. You live in Ohio. It's going to change. Well, that Ohio is the weirdest weather of all mm-hmm. time. And as you know, because I've been telling you about it for, what, about a week and a half now, the um, you know, like the pollen and the allergies are really getting to me. So I have – my throat is just continually – you know, I'm having problems with it. So. I'm with you. This time of year for me is, is crazy because, like, my eyes will start to water. When people start cutting their grass, the pollen starts floating around. I just thought you were an emotional person. Sometimes I can be. I can be. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so how are, how are things going with you? Well, things are going pretty good. You know, um, we had a um, really good day yesterday. Uh, you know, um, a, a couple weeks ago, my uh, my son and his family all got sick. Yes. And so my wife, Anita, went to help them out. And so she was crossing her fingers that she wouldn't get sick. So she came back last week, ended up getting the flu. Mm. Thankfully, I did not get the flu, yes. so I'm not going to brag about that too much because you know exactly that might end up going the other way for sure. But then, sadly, um, you know, her dad had been mm-hmm. sick and um, he passed away last week, and yeah. we had the services on um, Saturday, and those went really well. And, Good, um, and thank you for for coming up. That yep. meant a lot to absolutely um, meant a lot to Anita and and to our family. And um, but I. Um, you know, so, but as coming into this week, um, we got a whole new week ahead of us. We do. And, um, I'm looking forward to it because, um, you know, there's always, um, so many great things that are taking place. And, yeah. But what about you? Mm, it was a busy week for us. It, it seems like it's always a bit, whenever you have three kids under the age of 10, it is a busy week. Um, those those little rascals are just active. Um, but it's been good. We've enjoyed the sunshine. The kids were out yesterday riding their bikes and hitting baseball and softball. Oh, and, nice. Um, went. Um, I got a new grill. Oh, yeah, you did get that new grill. I got grill. a new grill. I got a Blackstone. Um, I've been saying for are like a year. Are you guys ready? Year, He's going to tell you about the Blackstone. Here we go. Here we go. Here uh, we go. Let's, let's hit it. Um, I've been saying for a year I'm going to get a Traeger. I, I, and I love to smoke things. Like ever since – Smoke things, or you like to smoke things? Like meat. Oh, okay. Pork I thought you meant Willie Nelson smoked things. No, okay, not like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, not like that. Um, I like to listen to Willie's music, though. Me too. Yeah, I knew that. Um, but no, ever since, um, so like back in May of last year, Allie and I processed a hog. That's what we do on our anniversary weekend. Wow, you are a romantic dude. <laughs> we are romantic, and she must love me. <laughs> she um, must. But it, it was it was actually really neat, really good experience. And out of that, I got a smoker. Um, started kind of smoking different meats. Have done a few briskets, pork butts, really good for pulled pork sandwiches, all of that stuff. Um, but one of the things that I've been really consistent with is making bacon. 
So been going to Mosier's IGA here in, in Raymond and getting pork belly and making my own bacon, and it has been phenomenal. But anyways, back to so so I I, I don't know how we rabbit trailed there. I don't either, but um, I was going to say a couple things, but I'm going to I'm going to okay, skip yeah, over it. So anyway, so I kept saying I'm going to get a Traeger, I'm going to get a Traeger, and then a, a friend of mine, who um, some of the people who are listening might know, is Clint. Um, he got his wife. He just turned. Uh, it was a milestone age. I'll, I'll just say that. And um, his 50. wife, fifty. Mm-hmm. His wife bought him a Blackstone grill with air fryer. It's a Walmart exclusive, and um, I was like, okay, that's cool. Well, then he had us over. And, and like he loved it. Day one, I'm like, I'm getting one of these. So what did I do on Friday? I went to Walmart and I got one. I didn't get one quite as big as him. Didn't feel like I needed one that big. Um, but I did get the one with the air fryer combo because we have an air fryer at home and, and use it. Um, so yesterday had my in-laws over and I made Brussels sprouts with some onion and bacon. I actually saw the picture of the Brussels sprouts and I'll They're be honest right. with you. Those looked divine they were so good yeah and then i thanks um, for the invite by you're the way. welcome you're you're next okay. you're next so then i caramelized some onions and mushrooms with some um, balsamic vinegar and and everything for some steaks and then we we made steaks on it also made some garlic butter oh, nice. um, i didn't melt the butter on there but i made the garlic on there and, and mixed it in with the butter and so mm-hmm. so yeah it, it's been a, a good week so there's a lot of as the weather's turning there's a lot of grilling in our future and that's always a good thing. Yeah. Weather turning, grilling, you know, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not Chevrolet, okay. but okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's been it's been good. It's been busy. Um, turkey season's right around the corner, so um, I have not turkey hunted in a few years, and I'm going to give it a whirl this year. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about yesterday. Yesterday was a good day. Um, I thought, um, you know, we um, uh, was it for sure. I mean, what about that fog yesterday morning? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I was like, if a deer jumped out in front of my truck, I would have had no chance yep. at all whatsoever. But um, but yesterday, church I thought was great. We had the drums back, yep. and uh, I thought worship went uh, very well. It was good, and um, we just had um, just another packed house. Yes, and uh, a lot of uh, buzzing around and. Um, I um you know we talked a little bit about the the men's uh Arizona trip yep. and the and what they're doing with the um what do you call that um fundraiser fundraiser yes yeah. the, the fundraiser the cheesecake fundraiser and again if you guys have not ordered a cheesecake you got one week let's got week. one week to go this Sunday is the last time that you can do that and um absolutely no fudging no lying this is some of the best cheese. Actually, it, it is, is the it, best cheesecake I've ever had. In fact, I got a turtle one and took that home yesterday. It took everything I had not to eat all 12 pieces. And that's so. what you had for lunch. Lunch, breakfast, dinner, everything, <laughs> you know, snack in between or whatever. But, uh, here's the, here's the great thing about that is that the first week I just heard this morning, they sold 55 cheesecakes mm-hmm. Sunday for this coming week. Guess what their orders was? You already know this, I'm sure. I know, yeah. I 112. That's crazy. 112 cheesecakes. That is a lot of cheesecake. That is a lot of cheesecake. So this has been a very profitable, um, yeah, it's been great fundraiser for our men, and I'm 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 tickled to death for them because I know it's a great a great outreach yes. and a great part where they can get in and minister. And uh, Glenn Smith has just been. You know, he's been at the church every day. He has. Making cheesecakes and, um, and he's the, uh, he's our guy with, um, is it Sweet Tooth? Sweet, Sweet Tooth Confections. Sweet Tooth Confections. Yeah. And, uh, great name for that too. It is. Yeah. When you and I have talked to, and not just with Glenn, but with just other people, it is, it's a blessing for me, um, 
who, you know, being in full-time ministry to see those people um, who have a gift and oh, a talent for something. Absolutely. And they take that and they're like, hey, I want to use this for God. Oh, I want to yeah, use this 100%. to glorify the kingdom. I want to yeah. use this to help this ministry or that ministry. Yeah. And they run with it. And um, and that's what's taking place here with this. And, and it's also just great to see it in other areas, too. And how about the excitement of buying a cheesecake, though? I mean, that oh, has man. been really good. I mean, yeah. even all last week, I, I was actually in the kitchen. I can't remember what day it was, uh, Thursday or something. Um, and uh, there were several people that came in just to pick up their cheesecakes, and they were pumped about getting those cheesecakes. Yeah. So. Well, you were pumped to get yours, weren't you? I was. And, um, yeah, I was really excited. I ran down the hall with it like a football, hoping nobody's going to tackle me for it. So. <laughs> right. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. It was a, it was a great day yesterday. Um, I felt like the worship was, was good and, um, you know, just a great day of worship all around, you know, not just right. the music. When, when we say worship, we've talked about that, not right. just the music, but just the, the excitement, the energy in the building, mm-hmm. the people talking, the conversation, new faces, fellowship, new faces, um, new faces back yeah. for the past couple of weeks, few right. weeks. Um, you know, I felt like the message was, was really, really good. And, and man, that's just a great reminder of where our truth, where our source of truth truly comes from. Mm-hmm. And, and it is only God's word. We can't and you and I have talked about this a lot. We can't take a little bit of truth from this person or that person and a little bit of truth from the Bible and combine them. Exactly. But we have to take our truth specifically and solely mm-hmm. um, from God's mm-hmm. word and, and allow that to transform us, allow that to change us. Well, exactly, 100%, because when you're thinking about truth, um, sometimes um, it's really hard to know the truth. And because we live in a in a world where truth is really not told. Right. I mean, we're not hearing it from, you know, the White House. We're not hearing it from the Capitol building in D.C. We definitely don't hear it from our own state house and yep. our own governor. Yep. And so truth is not one of those things that you see a lot. You even go down through the truth, um, you know, like through the media and um, like any channel or whatever. And that's why, you know, a lot of times they attack um, podcasts and blogs because they're actually the ones telling the truth, right. but they don't want the truth right. to be heard. So truth in that case always where what is your what's your foundation for truth? Right. And for a follower of Jesus Christ, it always has to go back to the word of God. Exactly. And um I don't know the truth without God. And you know, and I you know, yesterday um I, you know, said, you know, the there's uh the big thought for the day is you cannot know truth outside of the Bible. Mm-hmm. You just cannot. Absolutely. And um so you look at what's taking place in the world, you look at what what you're being told, um even when it comes to cultural things and you gauge that by the word of God and you're like, "Wait a second. Right. This isn't quite right. In fact, I talked to a uh, a new couple that's been coming here um, to RCC. Uh, they've been here three weeks. They started coming on Easter Sunday, mm-hmm. and they were actually uh, they came up, introduced themselves, which I love it when people do that to right. me. Right. Pull me aside and introduce themselves, and they told me uh, who they were, and they were excited to be here, and they were actually coming from a church that uh, um. Are not is not preaching the truth. Right. They've landed on the side of you know equality, and they've landed on the side of you know uh, the LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. They've landed on the side of gay marriage. They've landed on all those sides that go in into that realm. And so, um, they said that yesterday because I talked a little bit about that. Uh, they were just um, they were amazed of they were that we're doing that right and speaking right. out about that. So, and I was going to talk about that. You know, as you were mentioning those things, I think that. 
you know, they're we're not getting truth from a lot of areas. And right. Sadly, there are a lot of churches that are not standing on the truth. Mm-hmm. And and that breaks my heart as a Christ follower, as someone oh, yeah. who is is in ministry to um, you know just to see churches caving to what the world is saying and, and you know reading right. through right. the Old Testament. You know, you saw that happen. You were really not any different than they were right. back then, but you right. saw that happening, and and you see how it makes God angry. Oh, one hundred percent. I um one of your favorite verses I know. Um, and we we quoted on prayer night uh, last Tuesday. We I used it yesterday, and um, it's Romans chapter twelve, mm-hmm. verse two. You probably know it by yep. heart, but you know, basically, he says, "Do not conform to the patterns of this world." What what is that? What is the patterns of this world? I mean, it's what culture mm-hmm. is what they're trying to tell you. Yep. It's where you're trying to be led away, but be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind, and that comes through, and that comes through God's you know, word. God's word. Then you're going to be able to test and approve what God's will is for you. And I love this right. part. This is like my favorite part of the verse: His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Mm-hmm. It's like here's here's what you got. Now it's up to you to follow it, and um, right. and I love the part where he talks about your mind. You have to you have to renew your mind, and don't you believe that falls on you? Oh, absolutely. That's your decision. To make. It is. Yeah. It is. And and that's what you know. You mentioned yesterday Phil Robertson quote. Oh yeah, right. I love Phil. Um, Phil's going to tell you how it is. Yeah. He's going to tell Can you. Can you read exactly it in his voice? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm from. Where are they from? Louisiana? They're from oh, down there man. somewhere. Yeah, they're down. Hey, they're but, way down there, man. They're down there where the alligators roam. They are down where the alligators roam. But he says, when you get saved and born again, God changes your heart. Mm-hmm. But you have to be willing to change your mind. If you don't change your mind, your mind will never be changed. And he is 100% correct. Yeah. I mean, do you agree with that? Absolutely. God changes your heart. Exactly. But it is a, a constant renewal, I think, for me every day yeah. of... Making sure my mind is renewed, making sure my mind is right. changed, making sure my mind is focused right. on God, on God's truth, on God's word. Right. It's not, you know, and, and you talked about, you know, kind of that idea of culture and um, not trans, not conforming to the patterns of this world. Mm-hmm. You know, I think so many times feelings get involved. Oh, 100%. I have feelings. I have feelings toward what I think needs to. To have, or not what I think, but just what I like, what I want. Right. We talked about that a little bit mm-hmm. yesterday. Right. We'll talk about that again next week. Uh, but that means nothing if it's not founded on God's word. Right. And I mean, everybody has their feelings, right? Right. I've got my feelings on things. You've got your feelings on things. Um, our friends have our, their feelings on things. Your feelings are your feelings, but you cannot in any way, shape, or form allow your feelings to dictate right. how you roll and how you are going to make your decisions. Um, because, you know, it, like if you're, if you're a married couple and, you know, and everybody who's married has experienced, um, you know, what would you call it? Marriage issues or problems where you don't agree and you right. go, you know, you have your ups, you have your downs and, you know, you're good and you're bad. And, um, but you, you get to a almost to an impasse and one husband and wife come together or they're not going to be kind of coming together to, to fix things up because what happens is your feelings get involved. Right. I feel like she's mistreated me. She feels like that I have wronged her. So we're at an impasse. So what do we do? You have to, you have to go above what your 
your feelings are. Right. And how hard is that? How hard is it to go against the way that you feel? Yeah. So when it comes to God's word, God's word is going to tell me something that I'm not going to feel good about. Right. And, you know, if I'm really honest with you, I've read, you know, several passages over in the last couple of weeks. I, they don't make me feel good. Right. At all. <laughs> in fact, they make me feel pretty bad about myself. Right. But then God works in that because, you know, he's literally trying to, you know, what's the Bible tell me? It's He's trying to, you know, rebuke me or to change me or to lead me, right. to mature me. And that's, that's, you know, what we got to do. Uh, a verse that I shared yesterday, and it's a verse that we don't really share a lot, but I really love this verse. And it's Joshua 1, um, 8, where he says, study this book of instruction continually. And this is the part I love. Meditate on it day and night. So you will be, so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. Mm. And um, I love the part where he says, meditate on it day and night. Yes. How often do you meditate on the God's word day and night? It's hard. Not very often. Yeah. And I mean, what if we did that? Yeah. Honestly, what if Craig Brad's, Brandon Chenault, see, I threw my name in first this time. There you go. What if uh, Craig Brad's, Brandon Chenault meditated on that day and mm-hmm. night? And we did that for five straight days. Yeah. What would be different in my life? What would be different in, in your life? What yeah. would God show me and, and teach me? Because here's what happens. We, we, we do like our likes and dislikes. We do like what we like. Right. And so we throw those in the way of that. So, yeah. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that this weekend because uh, the, the title of the message is The uh, Trap of Tradition. And so I plan on getting a lot of really <laughs> fun, encouraging emails next right. week about that. Because yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be an easy message to talk about. And it is not going to be an easy message to hear because, let's admit it, we all, no matter your age, you have a tradition. Absolutely. And you put it in the way of God, mm-hmm. and you can't right. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's just, um, for me, I, one of the scriptures that you read yesterday that stuck out to me was, I mean, and we, you know, a lot of people know this one. It's Hebrews 4.12. Oh, yeah. The Word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. Man, what a what a great verse. It talks about God's word and it's alive and active. You talked about how we may read God's word one day and right. it speak to us one way right. and then a month later we may read that exact same verse or that same passage again right. and it's going to hit us in a different way. Why? Because we're going through something different. Right. But I think that's kind of where we stop, but the rest of that verse and this is what stuck out to me. You had exposes underlined. It exposes our innermost thoughts. And desires, and I think that happens when we meditate on it. Exactly. That happens when we take time, and we don't just read it to to check it off our list to say, "Okay, got that done today." Right. We we read it, and then we meditate on it, and we pray, and we ask God, "Okay, God, what what in this? How can I apply this to my life? Right. How can I better myself for Your kingdom? How can I?" advance your kingdom what do you want to teach me how do you want to train me right through this oh 100 percent. when it comes to that because um the word expose mm. <laughs> that you know i don't know the, the the classic uh webster you know dictionary definition of expose but to me expose means 
it's all out there. Right. And um, it's peel all, back the layers. You're peeling back the layers and you're exposed. And when I use the word expose, for sometimes, for some reason, it doesn't sound like a, a positive thing. Right. But it is when it comes to, to this. And um, that God exposes what the, the desires and the intents of my heart. Right. And, um, you know, good and bad. And, um, and I, when, when you're looking at and you're thinking about how God is going to show you, because, you know, the Bible is a book of instruction and, um, and I, and I love the part where, you know, the God, God's word is living. It's active. It definitely is moving through me. And, um, there was a verse of scripture. I'll share one more from yesterday that I, that I absolutely uh, love, and um, it's from First John chapter two, verse twenty-seven. Do you remember this one? It says you have received the Holy Spirit, and He lives within you, so you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. Because hmm. a lot of people are like, "Well, you need to tell me, you need to show me, right. you need to do this." Well, you don't need anybody to teach you what is true. Here's the rest of the verse. It says, "For the Spirit teaches you everything that you need to know, and what He teaches is true, and it's not a lie." Wow. So that's our source truth. Yep. The source of truth is God's word. It's the spirit working and living in, inside of me. Yeah. And boy, that changes the whole scope for my life. Absolutely. And, um, but, you know, you know, you and I are just human beings and we get sidetracked. And so we, we're always needing that Holy Spirit to, to move in my life. Right. And, to and, move and we've talked life. before, you and I personally have talked before about how, you know, I think we don't utilize that gift that we've been given, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. In our life, correct. You, you look at at what all was done in, in the New Testament, right? Through the Holy Spirit, and and I had you know a conversation with somebody recently about that. You know, do you do you think that that we can do some of the things that you know that they that they did? And it's like, well, yeah, I absolutely do, but I, I don't think that we have the faith that they did, right? Um, right. You know, and, and we kind of forget about it. We tuck it away. It's like. You know, I'll pull that out when I need it. But the truth is, is that God has given us the Holy Spirit every single moment. It's it's right. with us right. constantly. Right. And and I think we we don't utilize it the way that God intended it to no, be used. Not at all. Not at all. Sorry, I coughed in there. That's all right. Ago, so. Yeah, that's okay. That, that's that was me coughing on um, on something. But but you're right, 100 percent with the uh, the Holy Spirit. And I and I describe the Holy Spirit as simply as that I can um, in this fashion that, you know, the Holy Spirit is a gift. It's not, it's right. just not all you've got to actually use that yes. gift. And so it would be like me saying, Hey, uh, Brandon, I'm going to give you a gift of a couple hundred thousand dollars. Here's the gift. It's in a box. It's all in, you know, big bills. And all you have to do is open the box up and you use the $200,000 for you and your family and however you want to use it. But you get down the road and you know, you're, you need money to pay a hospital bill or you need money to fix your car. You need money to, to do something else and you're just running low on money. You have this gift sitting on your table wrapped up with $200,000. You know that the $200,000 mm-hmm. is in that box, but you're just wondering, you're fretting, you're discouraged, you're filled with worry and anxiety because you cannot pay these bills. And so I come to you and I'm like, bro, here it is. The $200,000, you just have to open it and use that as a gift that I have given to you. And you're like, yes, thank you for doing that. You've you've really changed my life. But for two more weeks, you go without the gift and you do it on your right. own. And then finally, one day in desperation, you open up that box 
and now you've started to alleviate some of your issues. Now, I don't know if that's the best illustration, right? but I also know that this is exactly the way it is. For sure. Because you will roll through your life and you will be – here's how you know that the Holy Spirit is not working in your life. Plainly and simply, are you filled with worry, anxieties? Mm-hmm. Are you living in the past? Are you angry? Are you better? Uh, do you have all these things that go that take you away from God's word and his truth? And if you do, guess what? You're really not walking in the Holy Spirit. Right. And I don't know how more much yeah. more plainly I can Absolutely. say that. So and have I ever done that before? Mm-hmm. Yes. And um and I sometimes it takes me a while to figure it out and I'll get to a point and I'll be like, What am I right doing? God, I am so sorry. Right. I have totally this left the Holy Spirit behind. Yeah. I want the Spirit of you back in my life. And I think that's something, you know, kind of going back to, you know, conforming to the patterns of this world. I think that's something we've learned from the world. Well, you can do it yourself. You know, be you know, be all that you can be. Right. You know, be the best that right. you can be. You can do it. Like, right. You know, but that's not what God has in store for us. He's like, right. I've, I've done it for you. Right. All you have to do is open the gift. Open the box. Oh, yeah. You know, 100% on that one. And um, so it's just, um, as, a, as a follower of Jesus Christ, I believe with all my heart that you and I have to intentionally follow God. Yes. It is a decision that I make every mm-hmm. single day. And I think I said that yesterday, that God's Word always brings us to a decision. Right. And so it's a decision that I have to make every single day. Am I going to follow God or am I not? Right. Um, you know, last week I talked about, you know, Walmart being delayed. By the way, I didn't go to Walmart today, which is like the first time in that is a long weird. time on a Monday. I didn't go, but my order was delayed last week. And so I'm, I'm going to make the decision to intentionally follow God in something that doesn't go my way. Or am I going to react on my feelings that are not really true? Right. I, I know my feelings are my feelings, but um, am I going to react on that? And so, you know, you and I, I've talked about this too. I mean, we're going to have um, a bunch of stuff happen in our lives over the next three, four, five, six days mm-hmm. before the next podcast when we record this mm-hmm. next Monday. How are we going to react to all right. those things? How are we going to live our life? What are we going to do? Yeah. So um, it's intentional. And and that that has been a word for me over the past couple years now that has been just at the top, at the forefront of my mind and and for me that's that's what my relationship with God is really about it's being intentional it can't mm-hmm. be an afterthought no it has to be something that is right there in front mm-hmm. of me all of the time right as soon as i wake up you know it's it's praying that prayer of god thank you for another day <laughs> right be with me today right. help me to walk right. in step with your spirit today right you know because if not i'm going to hear something or someone's going to say something and it's going to get me thinking or it's going to get me angry or it's going to get me sad or it's right. you know and i'm going to get off track it's like okay god keep right. me focused where i need to be right and that doesn't mean that i can't get angry or i can't get sad or i can't oh, yeah. get frustrated oh, but yeah. it is like you said it's it's how i respond mm-hmm. and i have to be intentional to respond with you know a basis of god's truth his oh, word yeah. and by allowing the Holy Spirit to work through me in that response as well, and so that that word in being intentional, intentionality, right, one hundred percent for me, yeah, it's a huge one, uh, and I love the word too. And um, I landed on that a few years ago too, probably four or five years ago, yeah. and that word always um, 
and speaks to my heart because it 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 puts the decision on me. Right. It, it's like I have to do it. Right. This is on Craig Brads. This is on Brandon Chenault. This is on whoever to do what you need to do to follow God. Mm-hmm. You, you just because, hey, I've been saved. I've been baptized. I've, you know, I go to church doesn't mean that, you know, I'm going to really walk with God. Right. That, that means nothing unless you're intentionally following God and doing what he has actually called you to do every single day of your life. Yeah. So let's talk about that. That's a, that's okay. just kind of a great segue there. Um, we can come back to to some of the stuff from yesterday. There was no, so good. much good, you know, so many great sections of scripture there. Too, I've got it pulled up on my phone. But that idea, and and this has been really big for me over the past few years as I've talked with people um, about getting baptized, and I've talked with people who are nine, ten years old. Um, I had the wonderful privilege a couple years ago of baptizing um, a couple who are in their I don't know, 70s, mm-hmm. 60s, 70s. Um, and, and when I'm talking with those people about this decision on baptism, one of the, the things that I am intentional about telling them is, hey, this decision you're making isn't the end. No. And I think that a lot of times we view that, or as churches, as ministers, it's like we got we have to get people baptized. We have to get them to make that decision. Right. But the truth is, is that that's only the beginning. That's the yeah. beginning of the rest of their life with God. Right. You know, it doesn't end there. It's no. not like, oh, I'm saved. I'm in heaven. I'm good to go. Now right. I can, you know, get in the recliner. I can prop my feet up and I can just cruise through the rest of my life. Exactly. Like, no, now is the beginning. Now is when yeah. the work begins. Now is, you know, the rest of your journey. Oh, yeah. With, with God. Well, I think it was, uh, Oh, let me think. I think it was Wayne Smith actually that said a lot of Christians um, are baptized, but they don't go any further than the baptistry, so they just stand on the baptistry steps, drip drying for the rest of their life. Right. And you know, usually he's pretty funny, but that's not actually yeah. a funny quote. That's a pretty serious right. allegation against the church and in Christians because I believe he's one hundred percent right with that quote because you know a lot of Christians they think that's the end game, baptism. Yes. And I'm done. I'm done. But if, if you look at, you know, the great commission of Jesus Christ, I mean, he tells us to go into the world right, right. to teach, to baptize. And what's the other one? To make disciples. Exactly. And so when you're baptized, what do you have to become? A disciple. A disciple. And um, discipling is one of the, um, I mean, again, you have to be intentional yeah. on becoming a disciple of exactly. Jesus Christ. And I believe that's putting the rubber to the road. So it's like, you know. Let's just take, for instance, that you and I get into a spat. I do something that offends you, okay? Mm-hmm. And you, and I really hurt your feelings yeah. badly. You can handle it one or two ways. You can react to that, and and you might, mm-hmm. because your feelings are your feelings. And or I'm emotional, as you established. And you're earlier. emotional, yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> crying right now. No, I'm teasing. But um, but your emotions and your feelings get in the way. But if you're a follower of Christ, and what I mean by that is a disciple of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. You know what you're going to do? Your intentionality to follow God is going to kick in on that. Right. So you're going to come to the point where you're like, God, you know, I know I shouldn't be so twisted about this, and I know that I shouldn't be thinking this way, but I am. So fill me with your spirit and what I need to do on this. Right. And, um, you know, because I might not know that I hurt your feelings. And are you going to have, you know, are you going to have what it takes to come to me and say, hey, you probably didn't mean anything by this, or – but this really got to me. Right. And then how am I going to react? Right. You know, 
Am I going to be like, oh, why are you such a baby? Or am I going to say, <laughs> you know what? I didn't know I did that. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I'm going to get up and go hug you and say, you know, let's, can we get back on the same page? Right. And that's a difference of, are you a disciple of mm-hmm. Christ? And are you just drip drying on the baptistry steps? Because right. what happens a lot of times is, um, <laughs> I had a friend one time tell me, he's like, um, sometimes the church is the most unforgiving organization in the, mm, on the planet. For sure. And he said, because you can get in a bar fight with the guy behind you and you're duking it out and bringing a bottle over somebody's head. And then 10 minutes later, you're buying each other a drink and they're on the same page and they're, and they're friends. It's like somebody says something to somebody at church and they're mad at them for 25 years and they have right. a grudge. And that doesn't speak well or bode well mm-hmm. for the, for the exactly. church of Jesus Christ. And you know what? I agree with him. Mm-hmm. I cannot, every church I've ever been in, including this one, yeah. there's people that have a really hard time, yeah. you know, following God and uh, being that disciple, forgiving, right. letting things go, yep. you know, I mean, what we're supposed to do all those what things. What kind of witness is that too? Oh yeah. You know, I've heard people say that, well, if, if I see the way that Christians act, I see the way that people at your church act out in public. And if that's the way, you know, if that's what it takes to be a Christian, well, I'm already doing that. Why do I need to go to church? They were talking about me, weren't they? They were talking okay, about yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, but how true is that? It's yeah. like what kind of witness? Because as disciples, we're supposed to what? Make other disciples. Right. And we can't make other disciples if we're not being a good witness. For sure. Now, now are we gonna have our flaws? Are we gonna have our moments of weakness? Absolutely. Am I going to make somebody mad? Am I going to respond right in traffic? You know, we've talked about that. Well, yeah. You know, you've you've called me out on your Sunday mornings <laughs> from up front. It's like, hey, you're talking about road rage, Brandon. Right. Um, it's it's been kind of nice over the last. Brandon year there takes hasn't been. road rage to the next level. I've gotten better. Okay, I really have. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go with that. And it depends. Is my family in the car or not? Oh, no. If, yeah, my, right. if my family's not in the car, I tend to just be a little bit more loose. Like I, right. I don't get as upset when people cut me off. But I think it's that that um, fatherly instinct, that protector right. mindset where when my family's in the car and you do something that's just stupid and you're – I had a car yesterday and, and I actually did really well. I just kind of like looked at them as they went past me. I'm driving up Route 4. I'm heading home. And and I was kind of glad they passed me when they did because right. that way I didn't have to worry about them hitting me right. you know, from behind when right. I go to pull in my driveway because right. people just – it doesn't matter yeah. how soon you turn your turn signal on. They still don't pay attention. Right. Um, but this car passed me. I was going five miles over the speed limit, and they passed me on a double yellow line. Oh. And it's like, really? And I, I just looked at them and said, hope you get – where you're going. You're like, God bless you. God bless you on your journey. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just, back to where we were at, you know, I think that we hurt our witness sometimes. We do. And don't you hate that about yourself? Yes, I do. Because, you know, when, when you think about the witness that you have, your, you know, as a dad, and, 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 and I'm the same way when my kids were younger with, um, Dustin and Danae, that, those are my two children. And, um, you know, they're, my daughter's turning 30 this Sunday and my son is going to be 33 this year. And, um, you know, you, um, that's the thing that I look back and I regret my witness sometimes to them. And, um, because, you know, they, they, they see your good qualities. They see your bad and you know, that's right. dad. And, right. Um, and so, um, I, I think if I, um, you know, through it all, that's where I've always just prayed to God, just, Hey God, could you take everything in my life that they would take the uh, things that I, the truth about you engage that by what I'm trying to do right? and not 
you know, hold me for the bad things that I've done. Right. And the witness on that part, mm-hmm. because, you know, I've, I'm the same way with the road rage. I'm not very happy about things on the, on the road. And I don't know why I think I'm the best driver on the planet. I'm probably not, but you know how that goes. But, right. um, but somebody does something like that. And, and how I knew that I was really setting a bad example when I was younger, um, Dustin spouted off something that I always said in the car and I was like, Oh my gosh, maybe I better tail it back a little bit, you know? So, right. And you know, you, you've been in that. So, but you know, you're <laughs> right about that with the witness. You know, it is about our witness. It's because what do we have to do ultimately through our life? Right. Glorify God. Yep. Everything's about glorifying God. Glorifying God while you and I are sitting in this room, how are we going to glorify God? Right. Glorifying God when I get into my truck and drive down Route 4, glorifying God. Glorifying God when I go to Walmart, glorifying God wherever I go. It's not about just glorifying God here at RCC or any church building or with a church group. It is glorifying God all, all the time. The yeah, it's time. not just constrained to you know, an hour service on a Sunday. Right. Right. So if you get somebody who gets sideways with somebody and they start getting online and posting things on Facebook or Twitter or they start gossiping or they're talking in the hallways at church, guess what? I don't care how long you've been a Christian. You are wrong 100% and you are not glorifying God. You're actually living in sin and you definitely need to be called out as Mm -hmm. a, because your fruit is being displayed as not being good. So, and you know, do it to me too. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm in the wrong, do it to me too. Call me out. And I've had people call me out before and do I get defensive at first? Do I get frustrated? Do I get mad? By the way, we'll talk about that later. On. Thanks. Okay. 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 But no, yo, I do. I get upset. And then as yeah, I do. think about it, and yeah. as I pray about it, it's like, man, I mean, I've had to go back to people and say, hey, thanks. I know that was tough to do. Right. But thanks for calling me out. Right. Because I was in the wrong. Right. Um, kind of bring us full circle back to yesterday's message. Another one of the passages of scripture that stuck out to me. Um, and it's one that I feel is kind of misquoted okay. in the church. Not misquoted, but I feel like there's two parts to it. Right. And um, and I'm going to read from Mark. I like reading from Isaiah okay. um, as well. But in Mark chapter 7, verses 6 through 9, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees. Okay. And um, he says this, You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. For he wrote... These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And that that verse right there, that's yeah, where yeah. it's – that's not the whole verse, but a lot no. of people stop right there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Mm-hmm. And then they say – and Isaiah goes on. He says, their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. And then Jesus said, for you ignore God's law and substitute your own tradition. And then he said, you skillfully sidestep God's law in order to hold on to your own tradition. Hmm. And and I think that, you know, it taints our witness. Yeah. Because we, we come into church on a Sunday. We maybe go to a D group and, and mm-hmm. we study with a, a group of, of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we honor God with our lips. But then we maybe leave here and we don't represent that with the way that we live. Right. And um, right. we substitute. I, I like that word. He says, for you ignore God's law and substitute your own tradition. Right. We make it about what we want, kind of that idea of you know, conforming. Um, and we've kind of conformed to our own wants in that oh, moment. yeah. Um, but we, we taint our witness. Oh, yeah. And, and people look at that and they're like, wow, they – 
They honor God with their lips on a Sunday morning for an hour. They go and they you know, they they listen to a message, but mm-hmm. then they don't do anything with it. They leave, and they're they're no different when they leave than they were right. when they came in on a Sunday morning. But as I think about it, it's like I'm, I'm not calling anybody else out. I do that myself sometimes. Right. And I've done that. and shame on me. Mm-hmm. And shame on me. You said that yesterday. It's yeah. like wow, how true is that? Shame on shame on us. Right. And, 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 you know, you're right about that because we definitely, um, oh man, our, um, you know, we definitely get into that. We roll into that and, um, you know, it's kind of like we do the right thing for right, for the, for the sake of right. Right. It's almost like a checklist thing. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to sing the songs. I'm going to take my communion. I'm going to give my money because that's what I'm supposed to do. Check, 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 check. And we got that done for the day, but it's not really a hard issue. And here's where I, here's what, here's what I think. God doesn't want that. Mm -hmm. He wants your heart first. Mm Mm-hmm. If you get your heart, those other things are awesome. But if you're just giving that and doing that and showing up mm-hmm. and taking part in that just for the sake of check, 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 you know what? Stay home. Yep. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You're 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 in some pretty hot water right. at that point. Right. So um God wants your heart. Now it doesn't mean you're not gonna struggle. It doesn't mean you're not gonna do some things that like you said, not, yeah. you shouldn't do, but God wants your heart first. So that's where it gets back to, you know. Um, you know, giving my heart to God, you know, I've given my heart to God. I've, I've seen what I need to do. I've asked for, um, you know, forgiveness of my sins. I've been baptized. Now what am I got to do? Right. Well, now the rest part is a journey right. and the journey is a part of the process mm-hmm. of what I need to become. And, um, I had somebody, it was actually a high school student asked me, he was like, I struggle so hard and I just can't wait till I get to the time when I'm never going to struggle again. <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, when, when do you think that's going to be? He was like, do you struggle? And I went, oh my goodness. Every, every day. day. Yep. And he was like, oh really? And I was like, yeah. I said, let me tell you when you're never going to struggle again, when you're dead. Yep. And you're standing before God, the struggle is over, my friend. Yep. <laughs> and he just looked at me like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Cause it's, it's, it's just, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and part of the, and, and I believe that's where, you know, in your weakness, God can make you strong. Right. In my personal weaknesses, following, walking, tapping into the Holy Spirit, tapping into the truth of God's word, that source, that's where God takes mm-hmm. that crazy weakness area of my life and turns it into something that can honor him, glorify him, right. and help me and the, the people around me. I've never been a big believer in covering up my flaws. Right. Ever. And... I'm one of the most flawed individuals um, of all time. I didn't know if you knew that or not. I, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> That's another whole <laughs> podcaster too. But um, I am a very flawed individual, and um, I am, you know, some of the various things that I speak about, it, God speaking to me in right. that. We talked about that yep. last yep. week. But um, And I've never been one to cover up my flaws mm-hmm. and, uh, because I know that through that, God takes those things and turns them in for good. Right. And um, so that's all, you know, I just want to glorify God. And sometimes I I have a hard time right. if I allow myself to get in the way. And you know yeah, that. Yeah. So. Well, I think that if any of us are being honest with ourselves, we could all say that that's true of right. us. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I've been dying to ask you something. Okay. What's going on with your hair? 
I was wearing it. I didn't fix it today. You're usually such a diva when it comes to your hair and your makeup and your nails and everything. <laughs> At least my hair. Don't wear makeup. and <laughs> I am a diva when it comes to my nails because of playing guitar. I have to keep them cut. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just nuts. looking at you and you know, your hair, hair's going every which way but loose. And... Well, I wore a hat today and okay. I took it off just before we started yeah. because it just felt more comfortable. Yeah. Well, you look comfortable and that's all that matters actually. Yeah. <laughs> hey, as long as you're glorifying God, that's, like, that's all right. It doesn't matter what my hair looks like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You were looking at me with like, I have no idea. I have no idea what what's he's going to ask me. What? I did want to ask you something else though. Okay. Um, how's your team doing down in Atlanta? Yeah, they're okay. Okay. They're, they're okay. They yeah. really had a good game last night, beat the Cubs, but we had a couple of, Injuries that we'll see what happens, but my boy Ronald Acuna got hurt in the fourth inning. Um, I didn't watch any of the game. I forgot they were playing on TV, and I was too worried about making my stakes and all that and then cleaning up and everything there. But, yeah. um, but no, they, they won big last night, but they lost big the night before that. And, you know, it is what it is. But <laughs> they, they're not going to do good this year because they came out preseason and everybody picked them to, to make the World Series, which means that they may make the playoffs. Yeah, so they, it's pretty much a jinx when you do that, right? Exactly. Yeah, pretty much a jinx. What about that. the Reds? Well, you know, actually, I haven't. Um, I, I really haven't checked them out. Somebody actually told me yesterday that they were doing pretty good. So, yeah. so they were nine and five or nine oh, and wow. six or something. Wow. So, but I have not checked. Okay, I'm gonna. Can I be honest? Yep. I have a really hard time with um, professional sports and all sporting events right now because they have taken such a harsh cultural stance. Very hard for me to check up on yeah. because I have almost, you know, kind of like practice what I preach, you know. Yep. So I'm kind of like uh, not really. I don't really care because they have taken such a hard stance on things that they shouldn't do. Yep. And um, but um, I fudge every now and then, but yeah. I haven't fudged in a while. Well, I'm I'm in the same boat, and that's why you know when I remembered that they were on TV, I watched literally an inning last night and was like, okay, I I went over, flipped over, and watched the, uh, the finale. Phillies. No, I the Phillies. Over. No, not the Phillies. The Phillies. But I flipped over and watched Tournament of Champions, which is a cooking show. Um, it was the finale last night. Guy Fieri hosts that, and it's been really. It was kind of a bracket style cooking right. show, really right. intense. But, um, but I, I'm the same way. Not just with sports, but I've been very disappointed, and I shouldn't be because you know it's you're dealing with. We talked about it earlier. You're dealing with the world. Right. Um, the culture. But just companies coming out and just oh, voicing goodness. their opinion. You know, yeah, it, Major oh, League goodness. Baseball pulling the All-Star game out oh, of Atlanta goodness. because of political stuff. But, you know, companies coming out and um, whether it's McDonald's saying something about um, Donald Trump or it's another company saying something about somebody else or right. this issue right. or that issue. It's like make hamburgers, play baseball. Just do do your business, right. <laughs> and and don't worry about politics. Right. You know, it's like you've you got one job to do. Do it and do it. Do it. Do your job. You know, do your job, and don't yep. worry about the politics in it. Exactly. Um. You know. Again, that's one of the reasons you get into grounded here. You know, that's right. one of the reasons why I quit uh, drinking Starbucks coffee. Right. And now that I've had other coffees, um. Namely, Black Rifle, which you know, if you listen to the the pilot episode, you'll you'll hear about my love for Black Rifle coffee. And when he says he loves it, he's in love with it. It's it's great. I, I buy the whole bean coffee and I grind it every morning and keep it in my freezer. Keep it keep it nice and 
and preserved there. But maybe that's why he didn't do his hair today because he was too busy grinding beans. I was okay. Actually, I was. <laughs> um, but you know, that's why I quit drinking Starbucks coffee five, six years ago um, because they got political and they they their CEO even said in an article, "If you don't agree with our stance on this, we don't want your business." Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty harsh stance to take with mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, when you're actually uh, a consumer based, uh, business. And, um, so yeah, that's, uh, okay, perfect. Yeah. I won't drink your coffee because it's actually, it's, it's really it's nasty not that coffee. Great. It's yeah, not I, that I don't great. like it. I've never liked it ever. Yeah. It's just so bitter yeah. to me, but, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, you know, you, you look at all that stuff and, um, probably on a later podcast, uh, because I know we're, we're getting down the road a little bit, but we should talk about like some of those things, like the great reset of what yeah. we've been hearing. Cause yeah. uh, I'm actually working on a message for later on in the summer, um, talking about the great reset and what that actually means right. to us. Um, you know, the whole entire equality act that, um, you know, that, um, yep. Yeah. That could be a podcast. Joe Biden is trying to work on, or whoever's working on. Yeah, I don't know if that guy's working on anything actually. So, but I agree um, with that. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, that whole Equality Act, which is if if you look at that, and I would encourage everybody to take a look at that and how that affects you and your families from a godly point mm-hmm. of view, because it is literally leading you away from yeah. God, and it's. All about, you know, even it's going to affect churches where they'll take away your, you know, your um, tax exempt if you don't um, ordain homosexual ministers, Mm -hmm. if you don't allow um, homosexual couples to be married at your church, you can't speak out what the Bible says. So it kind of goes with yesterday what I was talking about. Now you've got a state church. State church is never good. It's always from Satan. It's always from the bowels of hell. And so you can't do that. And so... I'll fight to my last dying breath against those guys, yes. and I will fight it tooth and nail, and it will never happen as long as I'm alive. Yeah, even you know because it is not of God, and these people are they're working for their father, Satan. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I know we've be. heard here, and and I've heard it, you've heard it. You know, hey, we shouldn't be political, mm-hmm. but the truth is, is we're not being political. We're trying to stand firm on I've never God's heard that truth. statement before. Really? Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot. Have. Uh, but we're we're standing firm on God's truth, right. and it's the opposite. We're not being political, but politics is trying to tell us and force us into what we need to think and believe and preach and teach right. that is absolutely 180 degrees opposite of where God wants us, the road God wants us right. to go down, and what God says is truth. Right. And and so it's not politi- being political. No. It's trying to educate you know, whoever is listening and watching and, and who is mm-hmm. is here of, hey, this is what God's truth says. Right. So be careful because everything that that they're saying outside of here mm-hmm. that goes against God's word, that's not – it's exactly what you said. That's not yeah. from God. No. That's from Satan. No. And you always have to go back to God's word and the truth because I'm not going to listen to the nation's top doctor when he's an evolutionist, he's an abortionist, he's, yeah. a, he's ungodly. I'm not taking anything that he says because there's always a skewered um, rhetoric around his um, advice because, you know, if, if, if I can just be brutally honest, um, uh, Fauci has been wrong about everything. Mm-hmm. Even back to the AIDS um, epidemic when it first came out in the in the 80s, he just – his diagnosis with that has been wrong. He, he's been wrong about 
everything. Mm. Even back what in 2009, the N1H1, you know, vir- he was wrong about that. Yeah. He's wrong about this, you know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, wear three masks, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. He is all over the board. Sometimes I wonder if he's hopped up on drugs. I mean, really, I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, or maybe he needs them. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea, but, um, I just, and, and getting back to that is like, um, God, I just, I just want to do what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. And so help me navigate through this world, not to be of this world, yep. but to, to live in this world, but not to be of this yep. world and don't take part of it, but help people see you and mm-hmm. see your truth. And man, what a great time. Can I just say, what a great time to be a Christian. Yeah. What a great time to be the church of Jesus Christ because God is going to bring people. I believe God's sending a revival to the church of his church right now in 2021. Right. And I think we're going to see a ton of people come to Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that excites me like you cannot believe. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. People are searching for truth. Oh, yeah. And and there are plenty of people out there who are trying to tell them what that truth is. is yep. But we have something so special Yep. in Jesus Christ. Yeah, we do. Um I don't know where we're at on time. We're about 50 minutes in. Are we really? Yeah. It feels like we've been sitting here 15 minutes. It it actually does. And um, I'm not quite sure what we've talked about, but I guess I'll have to listen to it. You'll have to listen to it again. <laughs> I, oh, I do have a question. Okay. Um, you did. Thank you for the coffee. You brought me a coffee today. I did bring you coffee today. Yeah. And um, you had a shot of espresso in there. Perfect. So, yeah. Right. I was wondering what that jolt was. It was it. What's it? My heart rate's only 74 beats per minute, so that's not bad. We'll stick with that. What about the donuts? Didn't you promise me donuts last week? I did, but I ate those on the way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I did not. I did not bring donuts. I, but right. here's what I was thinking about doing. We have staff meeting in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about swinging by Tim Hortons and going through that ungodly parking lot to uh, try to lasso our staff some okay. donuts. Great. What do you think of that? Great. So I promise you tomorrow. I will bring donuts to staff meeting. I'll bring a dozen donuts. Now, when I say that, I always have to bring these donuts in. And um, as I'm walking through the hallway, you know, we have Howard. He'll grab some donuts. And mm-hmm. Howard is our what custodian. custodian? Yeah. And then we have Wendy and Christy who do our um, preschool. preschool. And so I go passing by, and they, they always look at me, and I'm like, hey, do you guys want donuts? And invariably, if you know Wendy, Wendy Terrell, she always grabs the sprinkle donuts. She'll grab those every time. And I'm like, what mm. are you, 10? And she'll be like, yes, yes, I love sprinkled donuts. I mean, that's why she's in the preschool room. <laughs> exactly. Right? So then that usually leaves us with, what, about eight donuts mm-hmm. left or nine? And um, Depends on how many you eat on the way here. Depends on how many I eat on the way. And then, you know, then Todd will come in and grab his. And mm-hmm. speaking of Todd, we definitely need to have him on here. I think that would be great. Yeah. And if you listen to the pilot, he looked in our window when we did that. That's so, right. But that's anyway. right. I have one more question okay. for you. Do I look like I need donuts? Could you ask me that again? <laughs> Do I look like I need donuts? Does that give you enough time? Um, no, you don't look like it, but it looks like you want some. Wow, I always want some. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, right. I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to do better with my my eating, and it's not as much about what I eat, but about my how much I eat. Well, I, I mean, problem with that. the whole cheesecake thing going around church right now is going to help out too, right? I mean, how hard is Eating donuts, cheesecake, and <laughs> I'm not even going to say how many cheesecakes I'm getting. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I don't know when we're winding down, but I, you know, last week I talked about I was landed in a passage of scripture that I kind of spoke to my heart yeah. for those yeah. days, and um, 
and then I just ran across this one um, on Friday, and um, I was gone, and I was looking something up, mm-hmm. and somebody actually sent me something with this passage in there, and so I've been reading this over the last couple of days, and I love this verse. So tell me what you think of this. It is Philippians 2, and it's verses 14, and it is 15. Do everything without complaining and arguing. That's verse 14. So that no one can criticize you. Hmm. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Kind of goes with what we've been talking about. Yeah, it does. I mean... Philippians chapter 2 is one of my favorite chapters in Mm -hmm. the entire Bible. I love Philippians chapter 2. How hard are those two verses, though? Do everything without complaining and arguing. In a world... That does nothing but complain, gripe, and argue, mm-hmm. because that's that's their truth. Right. But ours is not that way. So that you can, so you, so no one can criticize you. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you take part in that, you're going to get criticized for being a griper, a whiner, a complainer, or whatever. That and what is. does that do, though? Too, it, it also takes and diminishes your witness. You know, like we talked about earlier. Right. They criticize you. They're also going to be evaluating your your relationship with God. Exactly. Which that. And then live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like the bright lights in a world full of crooked and depraved people. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And that's what it is. I mean, you, and we talked about this last week. Yeah. We, we are to what? Reflect, reflect the, light the light of Jesus Christ. So yep. when we do not take part in that, that's how we. Exactly. I love the book of Philippians. It is good. I mean, oh my goodness. You talk about just food for your soul right yes. there. I mean, that is just every word of the apostle Paul. Um, you know, we did a sermon series on that, what, a year ago? Actually, it's probably been two years ago. Yeah. And, uh, we called it fighting, fighting for, for joy. joy. Yeah. Truthfully, that's what it is. And again, you fight for joy. That's intentional, right? About reaching for the joy that God has mm-hmm. given to you. But so that's kind of like I just wanted to share that because I've been reading that. That's some good stuff. Good, yeah. and I love how you do that. And and I've been convicted with that myself. Is that I don't do that enough. You know, I'm reading the Bible recap. Um, you know, I'll get into some other Bible studies. Um, but you you find a verse or a few verses, a passage of scripture, and you kind of meditate on that for about a week or more. I do, and I've been trying to do that a lot over the last couple months, basically, because I think God's Word, you know, we talked, it's living and active and sharper than two-edged sword. Um, I believe God's Word speaks to me mm-hmm. from a day-to-day basis on the same Scripture. Right. And um, and I see it happen a lot, and uh, sometimes it doesn't, mm-hmm. but most generally by the time I read it and then read it by the fourth or fifth day, God's really working in that. So but, Right. Um, well, before we close out then, I mean, I just think it's a great um, kind of segue to talk about what you closed with yesterday, just the five different helps to read the Bible. Okay. Um, number one was pick a version you can understand. Correct. And so if you didn't, um, if you weren't here at RCC yesterday or you didn't join us live online, um, you know, you talked about your favorite versions are the NLT NIV and the New King New James. James, right? Yeah, New King James. I love that. Um, and they are they're good. I I agree with all of those. The next was read every day, right? Um, and I think that's that's very important. And we've talked before on um, coffee with the staffs and night of prayers that we've done on Facebook Live, where um, over the past year, almost a half now, Allie and I have been reading the Bible together every day. And a lot of times we do it in the evenings, right? And um, we'll do it r- right after we put the kids to bed. Sometimes we'll do it before we put the kids to bed. Um, sometimes we'll, you know, as we're cooking dinner, we'll take turns and and read. Um, That's there. awesome. 
And, and the blessing that's come out of that is my kids are hearing it too. Right, right. Because you know, we're reading it out loud together. Right. And I think reading it out loud really has changed it as well um, for me. Something about that. the way I hear it. Um, but Jordan, our oldest, has even said, she says, I love falling asleep hearing you and mom read your Bible. Oh, wow. That's and awesome. Like, that's the, what a blessing. What a great compliment. Uh, number three is pray over what you just read, kind of what we were talking about, about how, right. how you've got to do that with a passage of Scripture. Um, and then number four is meditate on the word. Yep. Um, what does that, what does that look like for you? Oh, basically, uh, for me, it is, um, you know, I'll read like that passage of scripture that I just read. Mm-hmm. I'll read that. And then, um, honestly, I'll get off by myself and I'll get all distractions out of the way. And, um, just God, what are you trying to tell me through this? Right. And what, what do you, when somebody sends me something and it is a specific scripture mm-hmm. or somebody says, Hey, I was thinking about you. Here's a scripture. I take that to heart. I take that the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. God's Holy Spirit trying Working to show me them. something. Yeah. And so I'll just, God, help me what you need to see here. You know, God, speak to my heart. I'm not, I'm not seeing what I know. I'm reading the words, but help me understand what you're trying to, to let me, to let me see. And that's why a lot of right. times I will dwell on a one passage, four, five, six days to allow that, you know, to happen. And basically I'll just say, Holy Spirit, I'm ready. Right. Tell me what you need me right. to know. And he'll, and he'll show me. Yeah. And you know, like the, like the scripture that I just, um, read to you what i'm getting out of that right now is i I don't want to even give a uh, like a hint of the world in my life right i want jesus christ to be to be seen i want that light i want to reflect that light in a crooked and depraved world yeah that's what i want to do so that's kind of what it looks like for for sure yeah and i think a big part of that is just listening and we've talked about that before of a lot of times we want to go to god in prayer and we want to tell him what we want and what Mm -hmm. we need and what we think needs to happen in our lives but right for me personally, I do a terrible job of listening sometimes. What? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Did you say something? Exactly. And the last uh, point number five there was turn off your phone and all distractions. Oh, my goodness. That's huge. It is. I think I mentioned yesterday that a lot of a lot of us, me including, read the Bible from our cell phone. Mm-hmm. And you get a text. What's your first reaction to look yep. at that text? Yeah. And shut down the shut down the word. I believe Satan uses that to go against us. I agree. Because you do need it's like you and it'd be like you and me um, going out to eat or something. We're having a conversation, and then somebody says something across the room, and you tune into that, not even listen to me. Right? How rude would that be? Exactly. And that's what God, you know, that's what we do to God. So, yeah, but yeah huge. Yeah, that's good stuff, and just yeah. a great reminder, I think, for us. So, mm-hmm. well, we didn't really get off topic today. It was kind of we kind of kept it channeled. Yeah, we did kind of. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm looking forward. We um, we've talked a little bit about you know talking about some things that have hap- taken place in the uh, Christian community. Like yeah. we you know we've had some fallen ministers, yes. uh, high profile guys, high profile like yeah. Jerry Falwell Jr., mm-hmm. uh, Rabbi Zacharias, mm-hmm. and then Carl Lentz. Carl Lentz, yeah, with Hillsong. And you know maybe next week or the week after we can yeah. you land on that. And what does that look like for us as a follower of Christ? What does that do to the Christian community? What does that do to me? Right. You know when a guy right. like Rabbi Zacharias who is like almost like a prophet. Like, yeah, and, and then and all of a sudden... you've quoted... I mean... You've I've quoted, quoted him numerous times. Yeah. What yeah. does that look like? How, how, how look do we like respond so. exactly. to that? So that's upcoming sometimes. Yeah. So we'll be looking for that. That'd be good. Yeah. 
Well, hey, thanks for listening in. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to our channel, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, on Podbean, which is where we're housing this. That's the platform we're using to upload this to. And so thanks to Podbean for that. But um, don't forget to subscribe so that you'll get an update. And uh, again, we're just trying to pump these out every Monday. So by Monday evening, Tuesday morning, these will be available. But this week you get a special treat because uh, we're going to be uploading two of them. So um, you got the pilot episode coming out right before this. And hopefully you've already listened to that. That was our sound check that turned into 30 minutes of us talking about a little bit of everything. And um, and so thanks again for listening, and we um, hope that you will join us next time for Grounded. Thank you, Craig. My and, pleasure. And thanks again for the coffee. You're welcome. Those. Donuts maybe next week. Donut holes maybe? Timbits? Timbits. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, that would be great. Okay, so. The blueberries are really good. Okay, so I'll make a mental note. Blueberry for Brandon next Monday. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, gotcha. All right. All right hey, you, guys, you all have a great week. Guy has a good week. Bye.